1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Oh, Ben, you've had a haircut. Looking very suave. All right, lads. I've had a haircut. When are you having yours? Who? You. You cheeky... I've had my haircut. You've had your haircut. Yeah, look. Looks no different from how it did last week. Look at that fade. They've given me a a fresh
2: fade. Did they charge you for that? Yeah, and they've put the bloody prices up as well.
0: How long were you in the chair? Um, An hour. They've
2: done an hour. Are you joking? He's done. Even I wasn't in the chair for an hour. Look at the fade and look at my beard. I look sharp. I've said Mm. this before. I'll say it again. I'm a very average-looking man. But when I come out of, at best... At You're best, not Anthony
0: from Queer Eye, let's put it that I'm way. I'm a
2: very average looking man at best. But when you come out of the hairdressers, I feel like a absolute worldie. feel like a 10 out of 10.
0: I came out of the hairdressers and I turned to Princess Anne and went... Worldie.
2: Hello and welcome to Help by Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas like, what do you do if you keep leaving your skylight open don't... don't uh, you've done it again, haven't you? yeah, I did it again yesterday my mattress is piss wet through again that's three times in the past month and is someone said to me as well Oh, why don't you get one of those skylines, sky, skylights skylights that close automatically when it rains what? do you think i am made of money? Oh God, I take.
0: used to have one of those in Manchester in the Manchester flat—the one the
2: skylight closed when it rained. Yeah, what every day then in Manchester? Yeah, it was just permanently shut. And is it okay to wear a hoodie in a fancy restaurant? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we are not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert, who's slightly losing his posh accent?
0: <laughs> uh, no, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Oscar de la Renta, whereas you're more Oscar de la Rented. <laughs> now, Ben, ben bless him didn't get those What was Oscar on. de la Renta? Don't get it Oscar de la Renta is a top-end designer And uh, Oscar de la Rented Well, means basically you can't afford Oscar de la Renta And thanks to Megan, not Markle, for sending that one in
2: um, we'll, we'll get on to Ben next We'll do a toast first First of all, who are we toasting um, to?
0: I would like to toast the staff of the Berkeley Square London restaurant Sexy Fish who last week, to much kerfuffle, threw out Jess Glynn, who I believe is a singer, from their restaurant because she turned up in skinny jeans, very bad trainers, and a hoodie. And with her hood up as well, to make matters worse. And Jess Glynn, God bless her little uh, prima donna soul, kicked off and, uh, and said that they shouldn't have done that. And actually, I'm all for it because they clearly state their dress code on their website. It's not their fault that Jess Glynn can't read and think she's above the rules. So uh, raise your glasses, Jean Diva,
2: to the Sexy Fish staff. Sexy Fish staff. I don't know. To Jess Glynn as well. Cheers, Jess. I mean, you... Actually, i is... thought of a good I'm more, you're more here. Go on. I'm more Sexy
0: Fish, you're more
2: fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you told you not to have drinks before we start recording, otherwise we end up getting too drunk. Um, you're you're, really, you're mm. really like strict on things like this. You totally can't see where Jess Glynn's coming from, even though these days no. like, we are a bit more casual and restaurants and dining's a bit more relaxed, isn't it?
0: The Sexy Fish dress code is hardly, you know, ball gowns and tiaras. It's no sportswear and no ripped jeans. And she turned up in a hoodie which you could argue probably is sportswear, mm. and ripped jeans. So, it's not asking much, is it?
2: Remember, it's if you want, want our help run. with something, then you can tweet us at sexofmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address for that is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. It's your problems that make a great episode, so do have a think. If you've got a good problem where you think, "Oh, that'd be a good one for William and Jordan, no, ooh, William will have a funny answer for that. Get in touch.
0: At the time that this episode is going out, we will either be an award-winning podcast at the British Podcast Awards, or we will be livid. We don't know how it's going to go, because obviously we are recording this before the Zoom ceremony. uh, And you have very, uh, very sweetly, you've, you've said that you're going to come over to mine and we'll sit... Socially distanced on the uh, on the sofa. We are nominated for the best entertainment category. We're up against George Ezra and other people, and we shall see on Saturday who wins. Is that the first time you've been up against
2: George? No, we can't say that for legal reasons. We can't use that joke. I mean, it never happened. It was a joke, but the last thing we want is George Ezra suing us because we made a joke that William was up against him. Have you ever? Well, been we a- are.
0: We, you both, both of us are. His
2: podcast is really good by the way, you know. I like it.
0: I do you know, I don't I don't really listen to other people's podcasts.
2: You don't, do you? <laughs> I listen to loads of podcasts. I listen to loads of podcasts and then sometimes I'll listen to ours. I'm just like, oh god.
0: So if we have won the podcast. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Thank you, everybody. Thank you, committee. Woohoo! Big up you. Jordan, give some reaction. Yes! Woohoo! Get in. Come on. We've won. We're so humbled. Yeah. Oh, it means so much, everyone. No, now you sound like you're not
2: bothered about it.
0: Okay, and for the edits, uh, put Ben, put this in if we, if we don't win. We haven't won because of you, Jordan. <laughs> You've been noisy, loud, arrogant, complacent, and that is why we have not won.
2: bunch of bloody media types that have never done a proper day's work in their life think they can judge me and my podcast, they can all piss right off, I don't do it for them, I do it for the real people, the people outside the London bubble that don't listen to podcasts, the people that are, are proper people, not these lot in a bloody bubble, oh, do you listen to table manners, I love it, piss off with your table, I actually love table manners by the way, but yeah.
0: We go. It's not about Table Manners. I did start listening to that one. They don't even mention sort of things like, you know, where to put the napkin. No, the great, the mum in that. And I also, mean. if what happens if I wanted to do a podcast on Table Manners? I now can't, because you've got an erroneous podcast hey, called Table Manners. I, it's I, got
2: nothing to do with no, etiquette. it's great. And the mum on Table Manners, she's just, oh, she's just an absolute love. But anyway, we should Well, I'm going to do it with, I'll do it with my mother. Ah, oh, William, darling! Welcome to our podcast! It's called Pissed, Pissed, Pest! William? Yes, mother? What are we talking about today? Well, um, we've got the Alcoholics Anonymous on the line. Ah, oh, fuck off! I knew this would be Oh, I've gone into your dad there. Anyway, you get the idea. Please do a podcast with your mum. Yeah, we've got to do a table manners spoof when we go to Bristol for the tour next that's year. not until next year. Jordan, <laughs> welcome back. We was looking forward to coming. We know you like to drink, drink, drink with us. Your mum can't just say drink, just say drink, drink, drink. We will drink, drink, drink and then we will drink, anyway, drink some more. Anyway, in other
0: exciting news, away from potential wins on the British Podcast Awards, I have got a new pillow. <laughs>
2: Oh, t- Do you know what? Do you know what, Gene Divas? If that's what we're talking about before the questions today, this is our final episode of the series. I mean, <laughs> we've been scraping the barrel for the past few weeks now. Like, this is it. If this is all you've bringing to the table, then what? what well, what's wrong? What's so exciting about a new pillow? Well, because I was.
0: I mean, I like a new pillow. It's exciting. I've been sleeping really, really well. Because my pillows were about three years old, so I thought I needed to change it. I now go to bed on pure, natural Hungarian goose down firm, because I, my other pillow was medium firm, and I've upgraded to firm, and it has made all the difference. Right. Hungarian
2: goose down. Yes. I've heard of that before. Do you know what down is? No. No. Is it it anything to do with a, a Hungarian man that's well endowed?
0: No. Down is the underside of a duck's or whatever animal they're getting it from, goose in this instance, stomach. Whereas the feathers go on top, whereas underneath the feathers and on the bottom of a goose is the down. They're sort of like fluffier. They're not fully grown feathers, I believe.
2: So they actually use feathers? In your pillow, they're actually goose
0: feathers. Well, if you get a natural pillow, or you might have, do you have synthetic? I, th- I just get them from Argos. Yeah, well, you'll have synthetic.
2: I take it these pillows aren't suitable for vegans or vegetarians.
0: Well, no one's died. I don't think they kill the animal. I think they just pluck
2: it. Yeah, but I'm sh- I imagine you just walking down the road, and then all of a sudden someone grabs your back neck, plucks you, and then lets you on your way. You'd be a bit. You'd be a bit pissed off to say that you would not just be like, "Hang on, what are you doing here?" Oh, we're just going to pluck you. Sorry, what? Pluck? Oh, thank God for that. And who in the right mind looked at a goose and thought, "Do you know what? I reckon his feathers would make a great pillow."
0: Well, I think it was probably the Tudors, off the top of my head. Mm. And we've managed to managed to get through. Well, so do do you like I want to I want to know, Jordan, with you, when you put your head on the pillow at night. Do you like really squidgy pillows, or do you like firmer pillows? Nah,
2: I like it hard, always. Do you? Yeah,
0: 100%. So you'd quite like my pillow?
2: Yeah, is it a hard pillow?
0: It's firm. Yeah. If we were, of course, in a relationship, Jordan, we're lying in bed on our own separate pillows, mine beautifully firm and expensive, yours wafer thin and cheap and has worn out because you've refused to buy another one. What's the sort of thing that we would say to each other? What's your pillow talk like?
2: Oh yeah. Um, okay. What do you let's say in bed? Because I think
0: there's a TV format in this. I think they should film couples in bed, a bit like Gogglebox. Yeah, it's called Sexbox. No, no, it's not sex. It's just pillow talk. Just okay. you know, did you take anything out the freezer for dinner last night?
2: Right. Let's let's pretend. So I'm lying down. Yeah.
0: Are you on the left? As you look at the bed, are you on the left or the right? I'm on the right. I'm on the right. Okay, good. I'm on the left.
2: Yeah, but that's like when we've shared beds before. We always do that anyway, don't we? Yeah,
0: that's
2: a point. Yeah, that is. But not when we've been on tour and stuff to keep costs down. Okay, so I'm laying down. Hey. Hello.
0: Have you finish reading Joey Barton's autobiography for the fourth time?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nearly. That meal uh, meal was nice today.
0: That's a pleasure, aren't? well I, you know, I felt it was my turn to treat you.
2: <sighs> did I tell you about Ben at work? No. Oh, for God's sake! Skin like tracing paper. Honest to God, you give him a, just a, like your pillow. You give him a slight bit of criticism, and then if he's oh, oh. my God, I texted him today, didn't I? On his day off, he bit oh, no. me. Bit me bloody head off. did. Did he even
0: reply? He replied. Or did he just Did he just not read the message and respond to everyone else? He, he replied
2: texting? with, "This is my day off." So, uh, I know. How's it your end, anyway? What's crack? What? <laughs> Should we go to bed?
0: I yeah, mean, like, turn the light off.
2: I was thinking that, but you know, um, I said mm. your meal was nice today, and I washed up afterwards. Yeah. Yes. And I, what? And I, Hang on. And
0: what? What have you got in your hand? Are they metal? <laughs> <laughs> have you got the key for those?
2: I, uh, I didn't wee on the toilet seat this week. I was hoping that. Uh, Uh, Mm. Can we? What?
0: Watch another Keeping Up Appearances?
2: Let's do it. The safe word Sean Dyche this week. Mm.
0: (laughs) I think I've sat on the remote.
2: (laughs) That was weird.
0: Let's serious. never get married. Um, last week, Jordan, you you told us that you had one or two superstitions, and that we would discuss this next week. Now, I actually don't know. Other than you, you don't. In your family, you said you don't like talking about death. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what your superstitions are. Oh my God, where do
2: I begin? Very superstitious. Oh God, you- the writing's on the wall. You can leave if you don't understand. Superstitious! Yeah, um,
0: right. So This is the sound of the
2: 90s. This is just growing up, and I still won't do it now. No crossing on the stairs. No crossing Uh, on the stairs? No shoes on the table, especially new shoes. I think
0: no crossing on the stairs, though, is... I think that's a common thing. Because you see, in the nice big houses, you have quite nice big staircases.
2: Maybe it is. And Uh, so it's less of an issue. New shoes on the table means... That some it's like you could someone's could die because shoes on the table used to be associated with hanging, so you don't put new shoes on the table or any shoes what? on the table. Yeah,
0: shoes on the table used to be associated with hanging. Yeah, because
2: obviously you'd it'd be shoes you'd be on like before they release the hatch thing. Anyway, come on before I forget him. Um, yeah. Sounds like a BBC One tea time game show. New Year's Day. You're not allowed to put any right. washing on. You're not allowed to wash your clothes because you'll wash someone what? out. You'll wash someone out your family if you do that on New Year's Day. Uh, don't walk under ladders. Don't walk over three drains. What's three the... drains?
0: What, in succession? What's
2: the... Yeah, like three drains. Don't walk over three drains. Step on a crack.
0: Or is three drains a pub?
2: No, three drains the pubs uh, in the in the pavement. What's the other one? I have so many that my mum and dad... Uh, oh, my mum won't have elephants in house. No, actual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, many elephants are in Burnley? <laughs> Get that elephant out of this house! No, she she associates elephants with bad luck. So I remember once she got a card with an elephant on her birthday card and she binned it. She told me to put it in bin outside. Um, oh my God. God, she, tell her she must never move to Rajasthan. What's the one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy? That's
0: a step song, isn't it? No,
2: it's about to do with um, uh, magpie, magpies. Magpies, every time
0: we see them, we've got to say that. Oh, to uh, be fair, Mikey, when we pass a magpie, we'll go honk, honk, hello Mr. Magpie, how's your wife and kids? Which yeah, I never really get.
2: Yeah, so you don't... So I just think magpie, it's maybe a northern thing. There's loads of super I'm trying to think of what... Uh, Oh, and if you're saying someone, this is my worst one. If like I'm saying, oh, I've never broken my arm, then I'll make someone touch wood because you are asking for it. Then <laughs> touch wood, touch wood. And if if there's no wood near, mm-hmm. you can BBC. touch your head. <laughs> but like, oh, never broken my arm. Like touch wood because you're going to go out to the shop now and yeah. Some yeah, it, 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 it's 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 brought on about your mum and dad because my grandma and granddad were really superstitious as well. Are you not at all? No, not really. No. Yeah, we don't talk about death as well. Like, oh, someone could be on the deathbed. like, what do you want for your funeral? Do you want volivants? And your grandma will be like, don't talk about death. It's bad luck. That's with grandma taking her last breath. But yeah. Right. But grandma, you're on your way out. Don't! You'll jinx me! I don't really know what to say. I mean, there's so much there. Have you not got any supers That's even... That's only half of them. Have you not got any? Um, I don't believe in wearing odd socks. Oh, yeah, that's bad luck as well. Well, yeah. it's, you know, it's just sloppy. Breaking a mirror, that's another one.
0: Well, I don't really... I don't make a habit of that. Mm. Right.
2: But other than that, you know, just crack on as normal. Are you ready for Jordan's joke of the week? Can't wait. Hope it's not about death. I tried phone sex once, and I'll tell you the punchline after the break.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
2: Nice dress.
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
2: I tried phone sex once, but the holes were too small.
0: Jordan, that is a terrible joke. Can I just say I would like I'm I'm going to bring a vote here. Okay, have, we've got a quorum. I suggest. We ditch Jordan's joke of the week, for, or maybe rest it for a few weeks. Let you accrue some jokes. Motion carried. Ben, are you voting? Ben's voting, so it's two against one. Jordan's joke of the week is uh, paused for the time being. Second motion. Uh, what should we replace it with? Oh, let me think. Oh, here thing. we go. <gasps> Let's replace Jordan's joke of the week with the triumphant return of. Do, 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 do. William's Wacky Word of the Week. What? Wacky. Notion carried. Correct. Yes, marvellous. And actually, it seems fitting to bring William's Wacky Word of the Week back. In fact, I don't know, did we actually ever do it? Because someone tweeted us this week that my Wikipedia, in fact, I haven't actually checked this, has been doctored.
2: Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, i seen To include
0: this. William's Wacky Word of the Week. William has... It was Sasha on Twitter who pointed this out. Yes, Hanson currently hosts a podcast called Help I Sex and My Boss with part-time radio presenter Jordan North and producer High Guys Ben.
2: Does it say part-time
0: radio presenter? Now, I might have ad-libbed. The show aims to offer advice to listeners who have encountered modern-day problems. The show briefly featured a segment called William's, no apostrophe, Wacky Word of the Week, in which William explained the meaning of a word. So there we go. If it's on my Wikipedia, we might as well bring it back.
2: Did you change that yourself on your wiki page? No, I didn't.
0: Well, no, I would have put the apostrophe in if I had. Now, g and Devers, if you love this podcast, we have got a little favour to ask. This podcast... Oh, I've hit the phone. (laughs) This podcast has been built on word of mouth. G and Diva to new G and Diva. So if... Everyone that listens shares this podcast with one, two or even three other friends, quality friends, obviously no riffraff. We would
2: be over the moon. There should be a new post on Insta today. If producer Ben has done his job properly, that would be perfect for this. Or send them your favourite episode. You've got a few to choose from. When people always say to me, oh, I've not heard your podcast, I always say, always say, Mm. series four, episode one. Really? Which one's that? That's the gay ghost one. That's still. Oh yeah, that's a strong one. Just listening to your laughing, that is still like when I'm feeling well, it's after th- your, your ridiculous stories. Um, the, um, I feel that. Do
0: you have a gay ghost update? Did you text me this the other day? Uh, yeah, I think he's back. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we'll do that next week. Make a note. And um, uh, and there is actually a Spotify playlist of uh, some of our best episodes from the last four series any series five ones on there ben (laughs) i'm being told he'll do one so you can even go to spotify and tell your friends to if they just want the the highlights of our back catalogue they could go there
2: what we love the most about your comments uh, what i love anyway is when people say i don't even listen to podcasts i hardly listen to any podcasts so if you get your mates to listen then that'll be great tell your auntie your uncle your next door neighbors cats sisters mums Sister-in-law. Show them how to actually get podcasts up on their phone, because a lot of people, I
0: spend most of my time yeah, trying to show people where they get their podcasts and how they can play and explaining what a podcast is. Yeah. It's a joy.
2: What we're trying to say is spread the word so we can get more revenue and more money in our pockets. First question, please, William Hansen. This is Socialist, Jordan North. Hey, we've all got a
0: word. The first question comes from Dulcie. Or maybe it's Dulcie. Who knows? Hello, William and Jordan. My brother is engaged to a girl whose name I won't mention, and I've never particularly liked her. Anyway, I've dealt with her because, well, I have no choice. However, since being in lockdown, I've started watercolor painting and even started a little business where people are asking for bespoke paintings. Most of which are my floral wreaths, which is pretty niche. My sister-in-law suddenly wrote on our family group chat that she is now doing watercolour without even mentioning it to me, claiming it was her own idea. And then a few days later, she put photos on of her own watercolour (gasps) wreaths. She even sent my mum a watercolour birthday card. (gasps) She's blatantly copying me and flaunting it for everyone to see. What do I do? Do I ignore her or do I confront her? Thanks so much,
2: Dulcie. I mean, Dulcie, I mean this with the utmost respect, didn't we talk about that last week? But. Ben? Has Ben gone for a wee? Oh my god. Oh. oh. What are you doing? He's topping
0: up his woke water bottle. Oh, I see. I was, god, genuinely, my heart is like, please, not, but we can't have both of you. Yeah, I've done that before. Um, yes, I know. Oh. My advice to Dulcie is. Lovely. Du- Can I just say, lovely tiles Ben's got in his bathroom. I know. Yeah, you don't see that face and think those tiles. Let's put it that way.
2: Third time I'll try. My advice to Dulcie is. Oh, you don't like it when you get interrupted, do you? No! <laughs> Fourth time I will try to give my advice to Dulcie. Uh, Dulcie, I. Give it think- your best shot. Right, you're starting to annoy me now. <laughs> Fifth time, I will try to give my advice to Dulcie. Um, look, it, it, in the grand scheme of things, I get it. You don't like this person. You don't see eye to eye, and the fact that she sent your mum a watercolor painting, sister-in-law. Yeah, the fact that she's sent your mum a watercolor painter and it's probably got your nose a bit. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of an issue, is it? Is it, William? Um, you you look, you should sit there smugly. Is that the right word? Smugly. I don't know, complete the sentence. I'll tell you should you. sit there sm- smug, knowing in your heart of hearts that you came up with watercolouring first. She's jumped on your bandwagon, be the prouder person, have more class, don't say anything, and just in the grand scheme of things think, ah, if she wants to do that, then fine, but I started first.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you can't rewrite history, and and you did start it first, so you've always got that. And I would imagine that maybe she's doing it for some attention, and she's probably going to get bored of it. Whereas you're still going to be doing watercolors in a year or two's time. So I probably ride it out. She's your sister-in-law, so. Presumably you are going to have to see a lot of her, regardless of what artistic activity she's doing. So I would be inclined to suck it up, as annoying as it is. Maybe paint a watercolour and take out your frustration on your sister-in-law.
2: Great idea. and And, and maybe send us a picture of your watercolour on our socials. We'd love to see it. Yes. Paint your feelings. Watercolours painting
0: with watery paints in it. I believe so, yes. It's a water-based
2: paint. Would one be right in say Monet was a watercolour painter? I think
0: Monet did do some watercolours, yes.
2: Oh, uh, thank you. Uh thank you. uh thank you.
0: <laughs> it's like talking to Sister Wendy. <laughs> oh, Oh, God. Sister Wendy? Sister Wendy? No, Wendy. She was the, the, she was the nun. She had a whole TV show where she was, she was this hilarious nun with huge teeth. That would go and review I thought you were going to say something else <laughs> She had
2: huge Huge teeth Right I'll okay. send you
0: some Sister Wendy videos
2: Okay
0: This will be your new favourite thing Our next question comes from Timothy Peter Brooks Esquire It's coming to us via email Help at dot com
2: Say that name again Timothy Peter Brooks Esquire Oh yes That's doing it for me that Go on
0: what Ben? What? Is Ben getting excited about my rotic R? When I rolled the R's.
2: Oh, I, I'd love to roll an R. How do you roll an
0: R? Roll at the R? Oh, it's, roll. All the, it's all in the tongue.
2: <laughs> I wish you could have just seen the face William Hanson just pulled down. I did nothing. Basically, it was the emoji face where you're trying to be a bit flirty and sexy and it's side mouth up. Do you know that emoji face? I thought that's a sarcastic face. No, that's like a... hmm. You know, when you say, what time will you be over? It'd be like half twelve, little side mouth emoji. Half twelve? got gotta be asleep. Yeah, in afternoon. Oh, right. Yeah. Or you could be having a late night booty call. It's 2020. Did I ever tell you, Mum, I said to my mum once... I no, come... don't...
0: Oh, I just don't like where this is going. <laughs> I don't like how
2: you've got from that to I your come, mother. I come in, I come home from pub and my mum was in kitchen... And she, I was like, what are you doing up? And she's like, oh, our Dominic's woke is up. I was like, why? She went, he's had another one of his bloody booty calls. I was like, all oh, right.
0: Very close as a family, aren't you? Anyway, back to Timothy Peter Brooks Esquire. Dear William and Jordan, I'm a middle aged family man who moved from England to the United States of America nearly 20 years ago. Hi, yeah! Trump. I tried to explain to my family the correct way to eat toast and marmalade is a nice white crusty loaf Toasted and put into a sterling silver toast rack. The marmalade should be thick cut. I can forgive Robinson's in a pinch. Decanted into a small bowl. The butter in a butter dish. And two knives. My family have accused me of being posh. And just dig straight into the jar. Please let them know if I am being extra. As I believe the kids say these days. In this time of very little joy. You two have brought me much comfort. Much love from San
2: Francisco. Timothy Peter Brooks Esquire. Um... Two things, I didn't know you could get yes. marmalade in thick cut. Oh yes, mm-hmm. if you, you get add quite a lot of things in that. <laughs> if you add an end to that word, it could probably be used to describe me, couldn't it? Thick cutner. <laughs> no, no, no. Put the N between the C and the U. No, no. Put the N between <sighs> the U and the T. <laughs> thank you
0: Susie Dent
2: not gonna lie been called that a few times in my life (laughs) I
0: think that was very unfair of your headmaster (laughs)
2: Uh, second thing um, I only found this out recently by William Hansen remember we had this conversation because I've never really had marmalade or lemon curd never I can't say I've ever had lemon curd but I, I found out marmalade is basically just orange jam yes no, that was like an eye-opener for me. That. I'd never seen it as that. But um, I, I, I What feel would like you normally have on your toast? Jam, peanut butter, or proper, and I love this on a night out, buttery toast, proper buttery like slashings of lurpak on it. So. Lurpak well, isn't butter, that's margarine. No, is butter.
0: Ugh.
2: But I, I think you're best giving advice here to Timothy, because I've never really had marmalade, but I'd just say spread it on, whack it on. Right, well, that's wrong.
0: Whether you're having marmalade or jam, chocolate spread, um, whatever, don't. You have your piece of toast, you butter a little bit, you uh, put whatever topping you're having on and then you break it off and eat, or you can break off first and then put on the butter and then put on the jam. But you do it bit by bit, slowly, not slather on your triangle or rectangle of bread.
2: No, not good. Tell everyone how you bought your toast, because when we went for that nice uh, breakfast... Well, I I just did. Little by little. Oh yeah, but you put the butter on the side and then you butter the toast as you eat it. Oh
0: yeah, so whatever you're going to have on your toast, you put some butter with a butter knife, uh, or just another knife, uh, from the butter dish onto the side of your plate. You don't put it directly onto the piece of toast. Then you get your jam with either a spoon or a knife or your marmalade and put that directly on the plate. And then with your own knife, you then
2: take whatever and, and layer up. What an absolute faff and waste of time. So is Timothy right in not just slabbering it on then?
0: Yes, he's correct. And, and clearly his family need need more than help, you know, more than us for help. They need, well, they need therapy. Deranged. What's thin cut marmalade? Well, you normally just have sort of thick cut and shredless, which a thick cut is like thick cuts of the, of the rind or the peel of the orange.
2: I think... What you have on your toast, the kind of shows what class of person you are. Like, I think chocolate spread's probably at the bottom. Common, then, yes. Then you've got peanut butter, then jam, then marmalade. No, then... peanut butter just means you're American. No, I love peanut butter. I feel this is like one of my
0: Daily Mail articles circa 2016. <laughs> 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 Next question, please. What your toast topping says about you? I've yes! Done- <laughs> we joke, I think I might have done that. I'll have to have a look. Uh, Right, our next question comes from Alice Dear William and Jordan, I have an issue I don't remember the last time I made it through a whole sentence without something going wrong I either stammer, lose my train of thought, or just fall apart midway through a word and can't finish Although annoying, it doesn't bother me too much However, it's something that apparently my friends and family find particularly irritating Every time I start to talk, I'm met with a sigh, an eye roll, and a sarcastic use-your-words comment from someone This really does just make me want to never say anything again to anyone. Which is a shame, because I'm actually quite hilarious given the time. So, my question is, how do I politely tell my friends to stop being such impatient bastards and let me get words out in my own time without interruption? Love, Alice. Well, Jordan, you sometimes have trouble finishing, so maybe you should should take this one. (laughs) Finishing your sentences and words and you'll sort of, you get lost. Yeah, I do.
2: Um, Alice, first of all, I think you're hilarious. I think you're very funny and witty. You can tell from your letter, so you're right there. Second thing, if these people are telling you to hurry up or get to the point, then you shouldn't be surrounding yourself with people like this.
0: Did you say, so I'm so sorry, this is completely, this is probably inappropriate time to do this in Alice's letter. Yeah. Did you say hurry up? Hurry up. What's wrong with that? Is, that? is that a dialect thing?
2: Hurry up? Hurry up. Or should it be hurry up? Hurry up. Yeah, anyway, if they're telling <laughs> you to hurry up. It's hurry up there. They, here we go. <laughs> Fine example now, Alice. You should not be surrounded by these people in your life. You be you. I've always said that on this podcast. You be you. And it is really annoying when people interrupt your Conversation and, and try to get you to move faster because when I'm telling a story I don't half go around roundabouts so i would be like right it might have been a Tuesday no it could have been Wednesday because I were in pub no actually it weren't it was were a Tuesday because it was not so I, I do that a lot so um, just carry on doing what you're doing I'm sure you're a great storyteller there's an art to storytelling there really is and um, I and don't if you know what it is let Jordan know I don't mind people correcting me though I used to hate it but as I'm getting older I'm like no I need to learn so like you saying Harry there and when I said Rosemary Beads instead of Rosary and that kind of thing. Mm. Your advice, William Hanson.
0: Well, yeah, Alice, this is this is annoying. Uh, Jordan and I, I do it to Jordan quite a lot, obviously. But that's, you know, if I didn't, these would be very short episodes, let's be honest. But when people are, I, I don't, you know, I'm doing it, Jordan and I do it for comedic effects sometimes, even if Jordan doesn't know he's being funny. But I, I get the sense from your letter that... Your friends and family probably aren't doing it for comedic effect and are getting irritated, and that is a reflection on them. It's not a reflection on you. So yes. please remember that. If it gets continually annoying or you 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 snap, then I suggest you take each of them to the side. Don't do it in front of everyone, and very calmly and quietly, just tell them this is this is how it makes me feel, uh, and and. Could you not do it because I don't think it's helpful and I'll only learn or I'll only correct this behaviour if I am able to uh, not be interrupted. There you go. Now, Gene Devers, we're going to let you into something here. This may get cut from the episode, but whilst we're recording this, Ben has been asked to appear on Talk Sport. And he hasn't started talking yet, so I'm not going to press play on my phone's feed. But if lots of people write in saying, what does producer Ben sound like? Well, you're never really actually going to hear his actual voice, but you might now come close to hearing his talk sport voice, which is entirely different from uh, what we normally do.
2: He usually speaks like this when he's being really calm Mm. and slow. Hi, guys. Sometimes he speaks a bit more posher. And other times, when he's on talk sport, he tries to lad it up a bit. He's like, Oh what right, geese? Yeah, Benny, Stoke City fan. Yeah, big Stoke fan. What well, mate? I'll tell you what, I'm absolutely fuming with how we're playing at the moment. I can't get my head round it. That's and,
0: uh, so, Oh look at his concentrating face. Now when he starts speaking, we will press play. I don't know if he's listening to us, he possibly is.
2: He's actually just tweeted on TalkSport talking about Stokes' game against Leeds tonight, and one of our Gene Divas has just, at the time of recording, tweeted and tagged me saying he's at it again, Jordan Though. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as
0: we wait for Ben, Jordan, I have an invitation for you. We've talked briefly about you never having an afternoon tea. I have. Oh, where? i it. I've, I've had it with you for Hattie's birthday. Oh, well, that was a... Well, that's what we call a Manchester afternoon tea. I beg your pardon, that was... It was lovely, and I loved being around everybody. Would you like to join me in a few days' time at Fortnum & Mason for afternoon tea? Really? Yes. When? Well, in a couple of days' time.
2: Seriously? Yes, if you'd like to. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. No, I'd be well up for that. Nice one. What do I need to wear?
0: Oh, I'll, I'll send you an in-depth chart.
2: OK. Oh. Oh. Fought with Nate Masons. That's going to be really fancy, isn't it? It is. It is. I yeah. hope you behave. Okay, let's see if Ben's on.
0: Oh, look! This is his music. They genuinely they give him a theme music because there's a program called Bonanza, where they had a character called Ben.
2: Stoke City. And maybe Delilah. <laughs> they take on Leeds tonight uh, it's live on talksport there
0: was a character in Bonanza called ben Cartwright which is why they play oh right the i didn't know that tune. Oh. last night stoke still right down there we play Bonanza, of
1: course, and he's now used to it, because uh, from the Wizards of Drivel podcast... It's Sorry?
0: If you can't even be bothered to mention Help I Sexted My Boss, I'm pressing stop. I'm not allowing any more of this.
2: Should we end the episode, William? <laughs> uh,
0: yes, uh, g and if you want to get in touch with us, uh, it's sextedmyboss.com. Click on contact. All the information is there. Jordan, I will see you at Fortnum's. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. Mm. And uh, G&D was have a lovely, wonderful week. Jordan North, thank you. William Hanson, thank you. Ben Cartwright, thank you.
2: Cheers, guys. I'll see you in a bit. All right. Right. Goodbye.